Welcome to the post-COVID apocalypse in Kira Land. Also this, known. Also known as 801 Horror Cult. We welcome you. Dun, dun, dun. We're really glad that Kira's still kicking. <laughs> okay. I'm good. She's gonna choke all over us. She is a survivor. I know, I finally joined the COVID clan. I know, I've had it a couple times and you're just joining <laughs> Well, with my shitty immune system, I'm surprised. I'm surprised you made it through. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. I'm probably going to cough a lot. Sorry, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky you, Phantom. So we... I won't cough into the mic. I appreciate that. <laughs> I'll cough into your face, but not the mic. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, so, I'm so, glad that you're alive. So, you have survived the Rona. Survive the Rona. And uh, now you're here to cough on all of us. Absolutely. You get all the boogers I've coughed up from my lungs. (laughs) Yeah, it's not very fun. I lost my voice last week. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to you. (laughs) Snack Pack, did you enjoy the silence? (laughs) She's... (laughs) It was real quiet. I bet it was. Except for your coughing. I don't even know how much I coughed then when I was... You want to know something funny, though? What? Do tell. So, our very first episode from when we started in August of last year mm-hmm. was ta- about COVID. No way. <laughs> and then I finally caught it. Oh, I'm so proud <laughs> it's of like you. like I'm celebrating early. Uh-huh. Like a month and a half early. It's true. Yeah. Isn't that precious? Yeah. It is. <laughs> it really is. So, what are we talking about today, milady? I don't know. You're telling me. Oh, we haven't even introduced ourselves. We haven't. Who am I, Marcy? I believe that you are Kira Anti-Pants, the creepy knee lady. No, it's not the creepy knee lady. Well, you don't have creepy knees. Freer of knees. Oh, yeah. But all knees are creepy. So. And I am. Nobody knows. Murder. You don't even know. Your identity crisis, Marcy. It's true. A.K.A. murder. A.K.A. Napoleon. That might be my favorite name. Napoleon. Napoleon. And you're You need Slutson. a papillon to you're go with your Mrs. Napoleon. <laughs> and you are Mrs. Slatson. Slatson. That's right. Don't you feel like that is so fitting? Because <laughs> I am a slut and a half. Let that's me tell you. That's for sure. Men. Yeah. If you're out please, there and single, please hit me up. Please I'm email. A slut. <laughs> Her, heroin. What? <laughs> You called me Did you say heroin? I did. I was starting Please to say heroin. One horror cult, but I said heroin. <laughs> heroin. We're gonna just change everything to heroin. A cult. We're gonna get a whole other <laughs> demographic there. <laughs> we may end up being the podcast of the drug dealer. Probably and it's... sluts. I mean, you hey, do you sluts. Yep. I like them, but I'm glad that your knees are covered. By They're this table. Co- I was like, they are not covered. <laughs> they are free. But my nips they are in the AC blowing in the wind. <laughs> As I just look over the tatas. Dancing tatas. There's always got to be a dancing tata moment in our podcast. There's always boobs and knee talk. I know. It's kind always. of. Well, that's because you like to free your nips and I like to free my knees. Facts. Yeah. So. Snack pack's joining us today that no one can see. Nope. (laughs) She's sitting on the floor in a cuddly little cocoon. On TikTok. Yes. (laughs) Watching the TikTokers. Like most people nowadays. But I'm happy to be here. 
But she's happy to be here in case the mic didn't We're pick it up. We're happy to have her here. That's right. Staring at us through she's the lens of love. She's haunting us. And she made room for the dog in the ghost of the office. It's true. She's a good Samaritan. And she gave me a puzzle that's uh, grilled with a bunch of barbecued feud. Feud. That's right. Food on it. Feud. <laughs> They're feuding for the grills. They attention. are. I'm pretty I want excited. to be grilled. No, I want to be grilled. I'm excited to put together that corn. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. What are I'm, we talking about today, Murder Napoleon? I am so excited about this because I remember the day that this story broke. My my friend Sherry was like, Marcy, have you heard about this chick who won't tell people where her kids are? And I'm like, say what now? And I became <laughs> obsessed. And so here we are today. It is the only. What are we talking the one and the only. Dun dun. Lori Vallow. Dun dun. Chad Daybell. Daybell. Demon humans. Demon humans. And terrible writing. And terrible. Oh my gosh. I think we should do a dramatic <laughs> reading of his book. I like the white salamander letter. Yes. We could do it for the second part. Let's do. Because it is, it, the book is, oh, it's so terrible. <coughs> so. Kara's dying. So, Chad... Everyone take a drink when Kara dies. Oh, good. I like that. Okay, proceed. Okay, <laughs> Okay. so... Speak. <laughs> Chad, this Chad fella, whew, he's, a, he's one for the books. He's, he looks like he's from he's, a goofy book. He, doesn't he just look derpy? Look derpy, 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 I'm going to follow him around. Yeah. Just go, I think that's the best plan ever. I'm going to make so much money. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to do YouTube videos of me following him around going, derpy, 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 I have no I'm like, idea. Now I don't even know who we're talking about, which is the derp. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> so, listen. Chad Daybell, this bozo, from Utah. Bozo Bo. He's from from the Utah, which is what ties us in as the 801. Isn't Lori also from Utah, or is she just from Idaho? She's from Idaho. Idaho. Or no, she's from, she's from, um... Do you know what? I don't know if she's from here originally. I'm going to Google it while you talk. Yeah, but Tammy Daybell's from here originally. Um, Chad Daybell. And I know that... Um, We're going to call him Doopy Doopy <laughs> So, this bozo, Chad, grew up in Spanish Fork or... Uh, Springfield? Spanish Fork, I think. Spanish Fork? My grandparents had a farm in Spanish Fork. Did they? Yeah. So... This idiot grew up in idiot. Derpy, little derp. Uh, he grew up here, so did Tammy, and that's when how they met. And they lived here in Utah up until 2015. But So they got married in 1990, had five kids, moved the family up. She's up. from San Bernardino, California. Oh, that's right. That's right. I wish I could take great pictures like that. Even her mug shot, she's like... I'm hey. I know. I'd be like one of those, like, look like I came from Walmart. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then I'll have Doc hair. Because <laughs> we'll have bedhead and I look like Doc from Back to the Future. This is the greatest and, thing. <laughs> and I'm like, like, we just. Oh. <laughs> and 
I'm gonna make that noise when I get my mugshot, Can and it will go down to mugshots.com, and it will be the yeah. most popular. I'll be a meme from I'm there on out. My mugshot. I'm gonna have no teeth. <laughs> I'm going to be, like, one of the ones that has, like, a really, like, you know they're drunk as shit. Like this? One of the, yes, one of those faces. And my hair is going to be, like, neatly colored, but in disarray. And then mine's just natural. Yeah. Just, I don't yeah, have to try. Froze. It's just, it froze. It does what it wants and it's it froze. True. That's a good time. Yes, she's my not the fro. My hair is on crack. Is what but it's it is. like the bottom half of your head is the fro. And then just I don't know. around the edges. This part is also yeah. It's like goes through the hairline. It does. Your whole hairline is a fro and then my you got straight white girl hair the rest of the way. My hairline is on crack. It is. It's like equal opportunity on this head. Yeah, but I think it's like more on speed. Yeah, that's... This, this part is thing? meth, this part's speed, <laughs> yes. and down here is heroin. Heroin! <laughs> heroin! Yeah. So, where were we? <laughs> Daybell Dum Dum. And then we just said where Lori Vallow Oh, from. yes. Okay. San Bernardino, California. Yep. So, Chad and Tammy move up to freaking Idaho. We call Idaho. them Chammy. <laughs> Let's call them Chammy. That's good. I like it. So, Chammy moved up to... Um, to Idaho. Idaho. <laughs> In 2015. Because that bozo had one of his visions. So this Chad fella, he, um, he like at 16 started digging graves as a living, for a living. <laughs> That's real common. <laughs> it's what all the kids do. Everyone wakes up going, I want to be a grave digger today. Right? I mean, whose dream isn't that? I mean, you think that'd be a good workout? Oh, yeah. He doesn't look like he works out. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Guess what? He does not work out. He needs to work out that chin so he has one, the turtle. He does when he eats. Yes, that's true. <laughs> anyway. Oh, I've been grinding my teeth. My jaw keep pop, keep popping. Keep popping. Yes. <laughs> so, Chad has <coughs> this grave digging bozo. Take a drink. Drink time. So, Chad has this near-death experience, and I, like, I swear it was something like he broke his foot, but I, I know that it was more like... <laughs> I broke my foot! <laughs> I think it's it slightly <laughs> fractured, but I almost died. I, like... It's... And then Jesus came down and told me... Right? You will write terrible novels. Yes, that And create will... a zombie civilization. Yes. That is exactly what Jesus told him. It's because it was me. It's <laughs> I knew. That dumbass thought it was God. Nope. Thought it was Jesus. Nope. I don't it was why me. you're always walking around in those robes. I'm so white. I just have the right light, and it's I true. literally will glow. Just that's true. We kept trying to take pictures, and I kept glowing because I'm too white. I've seen you, like, <laughs> from seen, a distance in the dark. <laughs> yeah, I'm the moon. I just reflect light. I've seen you before. <laughs> Annie. What? This isn't the first time? It's not. Usually you have that bag on your head. Oh, uh, well, you know, I'm considerate. <laughs> no one needs to see this, let alone paleness. <laughs> Pale. <The> paleness. <laughs> Nothing pales in comparison. Pale. I don't know. Keep going. Okay. I'm lost my so, mind. Right? It's true. <laughs> so Chad is is starting to His name is Chad. That's the problem. I know. Solve uh, the case. His name is Chad. 
No offense to any good chat out there. We just don't know of any. I do. Do you? I know a good chat. Are you sure? Or I call is it a Chadley. Facade? Chadley. Okay, so it's but not just Chad because you changed it. I He is a client and a friend, a dear friend. And okay, I sorry. love you, Chad. Good Chadley. He is a good chat. <laughs> he, he One a... of two. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'm going to tell him if he doesn't listen to this, I'm going to cut him. We will just make fun of him him. like Ogden. He will be Chad from Ogden if he doesn't listen. You better listen. You hear that? Chad who's not listening from Ogden. (laughs) He's not. So we're going to call him that. Chad from Ogden. (laughs) Chogden. Chogden. That sounds horrible. It really does. It's not Chog (laughs) Sounds like an STD. I got Chogden I was thinking it was more like a Chog. (laughs) (laughs) Sexual reference. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> Not deep throating so. anymore. It's Chogden. Chogden. I just gotta go Chogden's and That is seriously such a good plan. <laughs> so, anywho, so they, he has this near death experience and starts believing that he sees visions and that he's prophetic and all this nonsense. Shit, I need to do that. I know. I'll, I almost died a few times. I'm push you in front of a car. No, I've already almost died a few times. We'll just say it was so. delayed from when I almost it died. It was a head injury that did just barely. Well, you know, I did have lack of oxygen to the brain when I had the clot in the jugular. So. That's true. It that just was delayed a lot, actually. a lot of years later, and then I got my vision mm-hmm. because I'm slow. Yes. So what would your vision be? I'll come back to that. (laughs) While you talk about Chad, I'll figure it out. Okay. So Chad, he has this near-death experience and suddenly decides that he is going to write these books. But he's going to put it under fiction so that... (laughs) But really, it's nonfiction. ...that the LDS church would carry it in their bookstores. And so... But he was thinking that it was, like, the real deal. And so he has these insane prophecies about the world ending and having to make these white camps, which I don't get. Like, I think it's like referring white to tents. people camps? I think it's about the tents. But it I probably want is. plaid I don't tent know. camps. If we're going camps, I know. I want a plaid tent because I'm going camping this way. I don't want plaid near me. You can keep your plaid. I'm going to plaid nipple pasty my knees for you. <laughs> but I'm not going to cover Good the knees. Call. I'm going to put it on the bottom and the top part of the knee. That's so a... you still have to see my kneecaps. I am so <laughs> close to just coming over and slapping you. I mean, you're what? Two feet away from you me? You and I both know I'm never going to get up and come over there. <laughs> it will take a week's time. <laughs> Amen. So about Chad... <laughs> Chad makes me cough. I know, he's so gross. Anywho. So Chad starts writing these idiotic books, and um, so on the other side of the earth. So I'm going to stop there with the chat. On the other side of the earth? Well, (laughs) a few states away. I was like, is that like (laughs) continent directly across, Uh halfway around the world? I feel like it was in, if the United States was just the earth. So, the United him. States was only the Earth. That's very ignorant of you, Marcy. This is why other countries I'm hate us. I'm not going to explain this. <laughs> Listen, basically, I said it. They were, she was a state away. One state away, but to Marcy, one state is half the world away. And you're the one that gets out of the state. I know, I know. It's a disturbing fact that we all have to deal with. 
Anyway. So Lori goes and marries her fourth, fourth, that girl one, around. two, three, four, fourth husband, whose name Charles Fallow. And they got married in 2006. 2006. Almost said sex. <laughs> 2006. Yes. Yes. Now, here's the thing. So, in the beginning of their relationships, Lori had two other children uh, from previous marriages. Because remember, Charles is fourth. So. No, she, she was saving herself for the fifth. I think she must have. Yeah, she was. Anywho. So, Lori had Colby with her second husband. And Tylee with their third husband, Joe Ryan. So Tylee is Tylee Ryan, and that is Lori's second child. Okay? Okay. With, so, Lori... Part one of the missing children. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, okay, so there's the oldest there's, dude, then there's part one of the missing children, which yeah. is, what's her name? Tylee. Tylee. Okay. Note that, people, because yes. this is going to get real confusing. The, I swear I'm going to draw out, like, a... <laughs> I'm going to draw out, like, a timeline for people, and we can post it. And, like, also, like, the connections to everyone, because there are so many players in this that you seriously, if you don't know anything it's about like this. Pepe Silva. Take, right? You're going to have to take notes. Pepe Silva. Pepe Silva. There's going to be so many strings around here. It's true. It is the craziest story, which is why I wanted to cover it. It has been an obsession. All of my clients have had to hear me talk about it. It's true. For it's, like a few years now. It's true. It's true. It I, was only inevitable that we'd be talking it, about this. Why did Sherry... She brought it to my attention. Damn it, Sherry. And now look at us. This is your fault, Sherry. It Can is. Sherry, listen. Yeah. Hi, Sherry. This is your fault. Thanks. It Bye. is. Thank you, Sherb. <laughs> we love you here. Anywho. Get her to talk about hot, half-naked men next time, Okay. Done. I mean, what? Okay, You're so Sherry, your murder. Yes. So, so oh yeah. So while Lar, like well, Charles this and Larry thinking stamps. Yes. Well, Charlie. Charlie. So it's yes. like we're doing Simon says. It's true. So Lori and Joe were in a very rough. I will kill you. Uh, just so you know, snack pack and anti pants are both mimicking my hand gestures. I didn't know what to do with my hands. Did you just snort? How dare you? You know I, it's going to be a good take, episode when you it's gone crazy already. It's going to get rough. So. We like it rough. It's true. Facts. So. Joe and Lori, and again, Joe. Jory. Jory. Joe was Lori's third husband, father of Tylee. They were in a heated custody battle where Lori like was sexually heated or it was hot outside. <laughs> they were arguing heated. It was <coughs> like the, the heat was on. Like the, it was not, it was angry. <laughs> It was, it was full dark. of rage a hall. It was full of dark spirits and dead bodies. Dark spirits. Dark. Dark. Not just dark, they're dark. Dark. Dark spirits. Like dark shadows, but In not vampires. In the spring. In the spring. Yes. Joe and Lori are in Jory. this. They're in this custody battle for Lor for Tylee. 
Tarly. I was going to say Talon. Why the hell no, is I going to say so Talon? No, it's so many people and so many names. And we've it's only not, talked about, like, four like, people that, right And now. it's, like, not even close to, like, done at all. Yeah, we're There's not even so 25 many, minutes in. There are so many players in this. It's insane. So I will... Okay, so they're in this heat of custody battle, and Lori is basically... No, I'm not going to say that. But... I'll say it. What do you want me to say? She is accusing Joe of of sexually abusing. Trigger warning. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Yep. Child molestation ac- ac- accusations. That's yes. The so, uh, she was accusing him of sexually abusing Colby and Tylee. And, but the... Does she have proof? The attorney at Lightham. That's, that's the a thing. weird name. I know. But, so that... <laughs> That is like the advocate for the child mm. said that she believed that Tylee was being told what to say by her mother. And ah. so they did not So the divorce approve. would go for her. So it was the custody. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. I mean. yeah. In the divorce, the custody will go to her because he's quote unquote a diddler. See, and this, but this was years later. Like this custody battle was happening while Lori was with Char- Charles. So, Jeez. yeah, so sh- they were in th- a battle for custody for that long. That's a long time. That's oh, yeah. A lot of money for lawyers and shit. Oh, yeah. She basically ruined Joe Ryan and his family stopped talking to him because why would anybody make something up like this? And I'm not saying I, I don't know if he did or did not do it. I know that Colby has spoken on it mm-hmm. and said that it did happen. So I... I, I'm not... So just allegedly. Yes, I'm not saying that it didn't happen to him. It did or it didn't. We don't know. We, yeah, we don't That's know. That's just what's floating out in the universe. Yes. So, so the custody battle was just horrible, but eventually they got split custody. So, what does Lori do? Her and Charles and the kids move to Texas. So that that's then, where I go when I'm in trouble, <laughs> right? Texas. Yep. Go to Texas. They'll get everything's you bigger in Texas. Yeah, that's true. So I beg to differ. There's some small wieners in Texas. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that now, right? Just say it. It's bound to happen. <laughs> so <clears throat> sorry. I like how you said sorry, and I'm the one coughing up right? my lungs. You just let you your brother apologize for me. <laughs> they moved to Texas. They're there for a short time, and then Joe is making the effort to drive there, you know, and everything. From here? From, no, they were living in Arizona at the time. Well, at least that's not as far. It's still a long drive, because yeah. Texas is huge, yeah. for those of you who don't know. Right. Texas is huge. It's huge. It's a huge bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, in, so Lori and, and Joe, finally it's just settled that they have split custody. So in 2014, Charles and Lori end up adopting JJ. Now JJ is actually Charles' nephew's son, but his nephew uh, was a drug addict as well Mm. as a mother. And so Kay and Larry Woodcock, which is Kay is Charles. Did you say his nephew was a drug addict and a mother? And the mother was as well. He wasn't I wasn't sure if I heard that right. <laughs> or if I'm crazy. You're I am crazy. crazy. 
Those are the facts. Get used to it. (laughs) So, um, yeah, no, it was uh, (laughs) Charles's nephew, son, and the nephew and his girlfriend, I guess, were drug addicts. Okay. So they got together and had a JJ. Yes. Okay. So Kay Woodcock is Charles' sister. Uh Uh-huh. And Larry Woodcock is his brother-in-law. So that, Larry. Larry and Kay Woodcock will be big players in this to come. Together is luck. Yes, we'll keep on that. So <laughs> they, I'm going to forget all these mashed up names I've made. I know, right? I already have forgotten. <laughs> I've forgotten probably two. Yes. Out of three. <laughs> well, that's not good odds for you. Nope. Nope. <laughs> so they, they adopt JJ and... Kay, so Kay is the grandmother of JJ, the biological grandmother, but they stay very close to Kay and Larry Woodcock, and they get to—they live in Louisiana, but they get to watch JJ grow up, and they're closely connected, and everything. Which and, is cool. Yeah. So up until 2017, um, Chad and I, <laughs> Charles and Lori, <laughs> they moved around quite a bit. They went from Arizona. To Texas, to Hawaii, to Arizona again, and then I would have stayed in Hawaii. Right? So. Why did they not? Because they're dumb. I mean, it's expensive there. It but... is. Yeah. And I've never even been there. I just know it's expensive there. It's. It's. I'm a gonna be a petty. sea turtle there. That's what I'm going uh, to be. I think that would be nice. <laughs> I don't know how to swim. <laughs> well, that is not. I'm gonna maybe be a in your next life. Sea turtle. You're the worst sea turtle. I think you should be a land tortoise. A lordess. Tortoises are (laughs) (laughs) I'm a lordess now. So they moved around a lot, but they ended up in Arizona. Again. Yes. They went full circle pretty much. So in twenty seventeen Lori starts reading Chat's books. And this is where the descend into madness happens. She's reading Chat's books and she's also listening to a podcast by a woman named Julie Rowe. And she's a nutty nut, nut kebab. So are we. Are we going to get a cult following? I don't know that following? we... Well, I hope so, because we are 801 Horror Occult. I know. Our plaid clad cult. I don't know about the plaid. We might have to... Fuck you, it's plaid. <laughs> <laughs> it's plaid! Did you hear that? <laughs> Snack pack. Walk over there and slap her. I know. She's you asking are all to the be plat. murdered. I, I, our first live show, <laughs> you'll be draped in plaid head to toe. I, I absolutely will, will. And I will be in black. I thought you were going to say and I would be naked. <laughs> and I'll That's be in black, but my me. breasts will be out. <laughs> Everything Free but the, nip. the boobs. Yep. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so she starts reading this Bozo Chad Daybell's books. She's listening to this wackadoo Julie Rowe. And she's already got mental issues, clearly. Oh, definitely. Like, I think there were some weird happenings at the Lori Cox home as a growing In up her child. head. She's uh-huh. just black. Yeah. So, Lori's reading these books and um, starts really getting into the whole Chad Debo. And meanwhile... It later in the year, Joe Ryan dies of an apparent heart attack, but his body sat there for three weeks. But there's uh, suspicious happenings going on with that because 
uh, there were boxes moved, and like in the dust, there was it was very obvious that someone had gone into the apartment since his death, got in into things, and left. Well, so he was in an apartment, uh huh, for three weeks. Yes, and there was some there suspicious was, activity, yes. and movement, and yet the police will not reopen the case. And this was in Arizona. Yes. Come on, Arizona people. I know. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Not people, but some of the police officers there. Right. Like, it's just crazy to me that with everything that has come out, that they, they don't at least... It. But he he was cremated, so they don't have the so body. So couldn't do any forensic things mm-hmm. from that. But did they, they take photos or anything that I they bet can they re-evaluate? Did. I bet they did. I know that his sister, Annie, mm-hmm. is really working to try and get that case reopened. So Which I hope she succeeds. Hard. Did they, when they first, um, when the police first got involved, was there any kind of investigation or were they just like suicide and, and oh no, they, or natural causes? Natural causes. They said it was a heart attack. But, I don't know. After sitting there for three weeks, how do you even know that? That body is decayed. Well, especially in Arizona. Was it yeah. in the summer? Um, I believe it was in June. I guess it also depends if he has AC going or not. Because then yeah. that will definitely speed up the decaying yeah. process with the Arizona heat. So, you know, when th- the neighbor is the one that noticed because of the smell and the flies. Oh, yeah. So he called the police. I'm surprised it took him three weeks to call the police. Yeah, again, and it's in Arizona. It, He'll be decayed in a week's time. <laughs> Nailed it! Yes! Yeah. I didn't even try. That was, that was so, so good. Organic. That was, like, I think the best one. Full circle. Yes, indeed. So, yeah, People I think People are going to get tired of the week's time. I know, the more podcasts I keep saying. I love that it. one was a good one, though. It's going to catch. It's going to catch on. Okay, so that was in 2018, like the summer of 2018, Joe Ryan dies. Annie Cushing, his sister, is looking into getting the case reopened and has a recording of Lori saying she wanted to murder Joe um, at a Preparing a People event. How how did she get the recording? Was she sneaky or was she just sent it to her. Oh. I believe it was Melanie Gibb. Which will be a player. I was going to say, who the hell is that? I know, so I'll get there. So, Lori... Yeah, I feel we're going to need, like... Oh, there has to be, yeah. A list, Uh because I'm lost on the people. Unless I make up names. I know, right? I don't remember. So, because here comes another player. All right. You might need to write these down. I actually could just write these down. Right? So, Melanie Gibb is a woman that was in the LDS... Mormon ward. Which ward? There's so many. I know. In Arizona. Arizona ward. Yep. So they, they, there was someone that told Melanie that she would really like Lori and to get to know her. And Lori, since starting to read Chad's books, had started going to the, the Mormon temple every single day and staying there for hours and hours and hours. Why do you need to go to the temple every single day for that, hours and hours? There, I don't know. She was praying, talking to... She claims that Jesus talked to her there. I did not talk to her there. No. You did with your I'm hair. remember, i all of them. Yes. Oh. So, so, seriously, like, 
it's the craziest thing that she would go there every single day, literally for hours. So this one yeah, day, Melanie Gibb, this lady, goes to the temple and we'll call sees her Gibbler. Gibbler. Gibbler goes to the temple and runs into Lori in the dressing room. Because you have to wear certain clothes in the temple, I guess. Oh, uh, yeah. So, so she sees Lori, and Melanie Gibb claims that the Lori <laughs> said that when she met Lori, Lori, uh, they, they met, and suddenly Melanie's head became warm. And I'm like, that's a hot flash, honey. Yeah. Like, what if she and she, stroke? she's like, I don't, there was no sun or anything around and my head became hot. And, and I told Lori and she said, oh, it's happening. It's happening. You're getting the spirit. And so Lori oh God. then just, I think sees that Melanie is gullible, gullible. <laughs> Like, doesn't know what a hot flash is, and... It doesn't have to be sunny to be hot. No. You're in a fucking desert. Well, not only that, but, like, hot flashes start in your head, dude. I know. I don't know. It's horrible. Yeah, so Melanie gets this hot flash and suddenly thinks that Lori's some, something special. <laughs> Lori brings on the hot flash. So, and Lori starts telling her stuff, like, that Jesus has come to her and she's talked to him, and, and this Melanie Chiquita is believing it all. So Melanie is also in this group called Preparing a People, which is like a doomsday preppers. Preparing of people or preparing, preparing people? a people. A people. A people. As in like scripturally. Scripturally. It's written as well as the white salamander. It's letter. true. It's true. <laughs> so this so they start going to all these conferences of preparing a people. And so, in October of 2018, 2018, Lori and Melanie and a group of people go to this Preparing a People seminar in St. George, Utah. Of course, it's St. George. I know, We're right? We're on you now, St. George. St. George, we know about all the cults down there. <laughs> right? No, no, no. FLDS. <laughs> right? Well, that's kind of like... That's like all over there. Yeah. But... Same in Arizona and Colorado and Texas. Right? Haunted. So, Chad, he, there, the dramatic reading that we will be doing of Chad's book, <laughs> he actually writes about this meeting of Lori at this conference. And so, it's going to be great. How is that fiction? <laughs> uh, right? Or did he? Well, he renamed he made them James and Elena. And that's how it's fiction? Yes. Oh, okay. So, he talks about, like, immediately, basically lusting after her. He's but, like, I'm going to hit that. Like, yeah, call, thinking she's hey, a goddess. Hey, I'm going to hit that. <laughs> so, they, like, hit it off, and Lori gives him her number. And that's when they start texting and everything. She's so pretty. How would she fall for that goober? Oh, my gosh, right? It's all because she thinks he's some prophet. She's like a... Uh, a spiritual gold digger. Oh, totally. <laughs> she is the worst. So she and she's a spold digger. She's a oh my gosh, <laughs> your combo words. Someone's gonna have to throw I'm you in a I'm gonna make bush. a dictionary. You should. <gasps> I will forget them all. Yeah, you will. No one will ever know. Yep. The truth. <laughs> so 
you know, it was October when Chad and Lori met. They start texting, and he starts going to other conferences, and Lori starts guest hosting a podcast. Podcasters, am I right? With Melanie We're Gibb. crazy. <laughs> and Melanie Gibb and her are becoming the best of friends, and Melanie is just like following her around like a puppy, thinking that she, she is has God. An with Chad. Yeah. Exactly. His name's Chad. See, <laughs> and the thing is, is like, I believe, with what I've researched and I've done a lot, I seriously believe Way that Chad, it was all a, a sex cult, basically. That that's where it was headed, because... Well, that's how he caught such a pretty lady. Yes. Pretty crazy, but pretty lady. Because he was saying that... We had all these different lives, and that if you married someone eternally in one of the lives, that you're always companions. So if you find him on this world, then you're companions, so you can bang, right? Oh my god, so many men should just use that line. Oh yeah, like, you're gonna and get tons sound like of tail. Whores, <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't want to just one night stand. We were married in another life. <laughs> and he okay. literally... So let's do it. Oh, he told Lori that they were married in another life the first night they That's met. That's not weird. Isn't that so bizarre? Was he like, hey, in another life, you let me do it in your butt. Probably. So let's so do there, it again. Here we are today. <laughs> and I gave you a sturdy Sanchez. <laughs> that was you, not yep. me. But I felt like it needed to come it, into play. Yeah, it's been a while since mm -hmm. we brought up the dirty Sanchez. It's true. It's so true. Dirty Sanchez nips and knees. That's what this podcast is about. <laughs> it's a center. So, Lori and Chad are, it's just progressing really quickly. I mean, he's already told that they were married in like seven different lives. Oh, and, seven. Uh, oh, and what I was saying about the sex cult thing uh -huh. is that, so if you were married with, to somebody on one of the planes, you could bang them if you found them. And so... <laughs> All these people that are in this group with Chad, they are getting divorces left and right because one of the pair gets into the cult and and magically their companion from another lifetime is in the, the same cult. Like a cult of 30 and they suddenly are like, oh, you were my eternal companion. Oh my God, they're all going to get like chlamydia and gonosifercoids oh, yeah. in like five years. Oh, yeah. So, Melanie Gibb, nobody wants to talk about the it. The Gibbler. But the Gibb was in it. The Chiquita and her husband got divorced while she was in this little cult. And she met her now husband in this little cult. Maybe that's why I'm still single. I'm not in a cult. You need to I join need to a cult? I need to be in a sex cult. Well, I feel like we could make this a sex cult. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> a one horse in cult. Well, you know, you did say a few episodes ago... Or no, that was on the Snapchat outtakes Oh, about the horror cults now with a W because we're dead. Because <laughs> we That's were going right. to die at the Salt Lake City Cemetery. That's right. Yeah. Oh, we're funny. Anyway. <laughs> we're ridiculous is what we it's are. It's true. So, by, I'm sure a month later when Lori and Chad met at the next conference... And they banged it out in a motel parking lot. In a car. It, was it really? So that was Nailed one of the places. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Next pretty much. Sex I place, mean, that's, what <laughs> that's what we're getting at. Let's Seriously, play a game. I cannot wait. Kira, 
I guess where they had sex. <laughs> I cannot wait till we do the reading of the book because it is so amazing. I'm he excited. Tells about, like, I'm sex excited. Their like 14 year old love making session just where they dry hump. It's basically that's not love making. That's no, friction. That's no. causing clothing burns. Yeah, but he also talks about the scientific phenomenon known as loin fire. I'm not really sure. Is that an STD? It's it really STI is. I know. Fuck the STIs. I just learned that. Anyway. I'm old now, you so are. it's just STD. Yeah. Fuck you in the eye, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Chlamydia. It's going to yes. burn when you blink. It's true. It's going to happen. It's true. So, this little sex cult is getting hot and heavy. So Yep, we're starting a sex cult. Definitely. Now. Men apply. So We're just chicks right now. Not only... Did the did Lori and Chad like hit it off and him tell her that they were married in other worlds? But Chad sent her an email that very weekend with a list of all of her family members, and they said if they were light or dark. What and is with this racist bullshit? <laughs> no, no, like <laughs> light in spirit or oh. dark as in devil. Oh, I'm a little oh of both. God. I was Did just like, really? that escalated quickly. <laughs> anyway, He's yeah. a goober. He, he could be goober. racist. I don't know. He most likely is. He probably is. Yeah, he we know. He started a weird sex cult. Yeah, we know. That just escalates to racism. See, and this is my conspiracy that it's a sex cult. And, I mean, like, there is evidence to prove that it is. But so I allegedly... Also, it's allegedly, and allegedly it's, an he's Mar- racist. it's a Marcy identity crisis trying <laughs> to put my two cents in. So maybe I'll I'll say like Marcy Marcy's theory when I start to say stuff okay. like that. Me, him being racist is my theory. Yes, it could be spiritually racist. It's true. Light, dark. Yeah. Oh, there's so much like racism talk lately. That's why I'm just like, is he racist too? It's true. It's true, but light as in spiritually light, dark as in dark, as in devils. Light like me, dark like your shirt. Or light like (laughs) you, dark like my soul. My soul's pretty dark, too, That's true. It's just my flesh that's not. That's true, you pale freak. Anyway. (laughs) Accurate. So, on January 31st, Charles actually tries to get help because Lori is acting so bonkers. So he goes to the police department and you can actually see the video, see the video of him begging for help, begging for them to listen to him, begging them to put her into a health facility for an evaluation because she's nuts. And at this point, I watched that video. Oh yeah. And at this point, Lori has decided, well, Chad tells Lori that, that Charles has been taken over by an evil spirit and that he is somebody named Ned Schneider. Ned. And that he... <laughs> is he going to lose his head like Ned he, in Game of Thrones? Probably. Damn but it, he was my favorite. You know what's weird is that... <coughs> Sorry. Is that Chad actually started Googling Ned Schneider like six months prior to this, which I think is really very bizarre. So who the hell is Ned Schneider? I don't know. I'm going to give it the goo. And to be honest, like I've, I've listened to other podcasters say that they, they have looked up Ned Schneider as well. And nobody, there's nothing about it. 
Maybe it's someone he knew as a kid and he's just like, I'm gonna blackmail and frame this Ned Schneider. That's true. So true. Really? That's a good theory. That's a that's a Kira conspiracy theory. Yep. Allegedly. Allegedly. So <laughs> I was gonna put Schnauzer. Ned <laughs> Schnauzer. So but Lori says to um to or sorry. So Charles tells the police She's lost her mind. She has threatened to murder me. She has said that she can murder me with my, her mind. And that she has spirits that will come and get his body. That that they would get rid of his body. She He's telling the police all of this stuff. And they do... I mean... I don't even think they tried to help him at that point. <laughs> Were they just laughing like... This chick's nuts. <laughs> right? Well, and they, like, didn't really understand because it was, like, a lot to do with Mormon theology. Uh, and that's... so he's trying to tell them, but they're like, say what now? Because he was <laughs> she telling them... what she... with a boozle? <laughs> she, he was telling them that she believed that she was um, married to one of the Book of Mormon prophets um, in her previous life. And Only so, one. I know. That girl's stupid. I'm married to, like, ten. Yeah. Totally. And I got but, them to all bang each other in the butt. So, Charles reports this. They don't do much. And, uh, basically, she has taken his truck, all of his belongings, everything, cleared it out of the house. Because before Chad had said that, she was, that he was this Ned Schneider, he had prophesied that Charles would be in a plane crash coming home from a business trip in Texas and that he was going to die. Well, when that didn't happen, Chad then changed his story to the right, that he was taken over by this Ned Schneider. Mm -hmm. So that's where it, he ties it in and, and Lori immediately believes this nonsense that he's now, that Charles is a zombie now. Because <laughs> he died. Quickly. <laughs> yeah, he died, and Ned Schneider popped into his body like an alien. And, <laughs> popped and in so, or popped out, <laughs> right? depending on which alien movie That's you watch. That's true. That's true. So she is so awful that she like changed the locks, and this is on a home that he's paying for, that right? Poor guy. I know. She changes the locks. She clears out. I mean, gets rid of all of his clothing. All Does she just want him to be naked? I, I mean, that might well, not be a bad thing. He, he isn't Charles. He's Ned. She doesn't know Ned anything. Well, maybe she wants to see Ned naked because it's right? exciting. <laughs> I don't true. know. Right? So, when this happens, um, Charles files for divorce. Because this is just getting too... Finally! I would have right? divorced her ass a long time oh, ago. Yeah, totally. The second she started going a little too loony. Yeah. So... So the same weekend that she had gotten rid of all of Charles' stuff, she he found out that she was at, at JJ's school. And so he went to JJ's school and she had left the car unlocked. So he took her purse and her phone. And so Lori, Melanie, and Tylee went to the police station to say that he had stolen from her. And so it is the most bizarre interaction, <laughs> and that is also on YouTube that you should look it up when they go to the police station. I was gonna say I saw that too. And there are some very telling things about that 
there there are are times where Tylee um, does a hand gesture for Lori to calm down. And there's another one where she, like, touches Lori's hand when Lori starts going off on a tangent. And it's, like, to get her to stop. <laughs> That's what we need to do. Know, right? <laughs> we just need to touch each other. No, now that stop. That did not sound good. We just gotta touch each other. Touch each other's Well, we elbows. are starting a sex cult, well, apparently. I mean, why shouldn't we? That's the thing. This so. is what happens when we don't have men in our sex cult. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We're gonna have to get on that. So... The crazy thing is, is that because Lori is at the police station, Charles is able to say, there, there's a, I got a court order that she needs to have a 72-hour hold in the state hospital because Finally. she's, yeah, because she's nuts. So <laughs> Lori ends up leaving the police station to go to have this evaluation. And so, um, I... I do want to say that, as a side note, that Tylee, I guess, was kind of feisty. Like, she, um, uh, she kind of battled her mom a little bit, which, can you see why? And she's a teenager. And she That's was a teenager. And think of Poor everything Tylee. that Lori has put her through. Right. So, I, I can totally understand that. So, she didn't like Melanie Gibb. She did not she didn't like, like her. the Gibbler. No, she didn't really get along with Charles, but she didn't really get along with Lori either. So, Tylee, I think, because of her loyalty is to her mother, Sadly. I think that's why she would go along with her. I think Lori had just programmed her that way. And so, but Melanie Gibb, the weird thing to me is that she acts like they did get along. But there is stuff that comes out now where she, the way she speaks about Tylee is very derogatory, and you can tell she doesn't, did not like her. So it's kind, kind of, of interesting. from the beginning, yeah. too. Like, if you watch those videos and yeah. stuff. Like. So, so Charles comes to the police station, and he brings the purse, and Tylee leaves with Melanie, and Lori goes to the state hospital. So she convinces them that she's normal. How do you do that? You're I don't in a crazy place. Know. They should know crazy. Right? I'm like, did she, she had to have turned it off. Like, I'm, I just won't tell them about my special powers. Because at this point, <laughs> she thinks that she can, like, summons air, water, and she, wind and fire and wow. whatever. So, she, yeah, she's, like, turned in. To, I want She that. thinks she's some, like, witch, right? She's a witch. And so her and this group of women... Which included Melanie Gibb, the friend, and Melanie Lori's niece. There's and a lot a couple of Melanie's. other ladies. Yeah. So <laughs> they believed that they could cast demons out of people. And so they started with Ned Schneider and moved on to Tylee. And because Chad told her that Tylee <laughs> was now possessed. Or a zombie, sorry. Zombie. How do you um, exercise a zombie? Because if you they're can't, possessed, you, how are they zombies? That's like, the thing. They, did they not think this out, Chad? You right, write novels. Right. Shitty novels, but oh, novels. You would think this idiot knew at least how to do a story. He's too busy chasing crazy tale. It's true. It's <laughs> I wrote so a true. book, crazy lady, want to diddle. These two people <laughs> are like freaking fire and gasoline. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, say fire ice. and water. Yeah. Fire and water. It didn't They work. balance. Yes. 
really balance each other out with their murdering. By extinguishing. <laughs> yes. So after this incident with the police and Lori getting evaluated, Lori, well, Charles then receives his file for divorce, but Lori takes off. So she, she takes off to Hawaii, which where she had lived with Charles before. She and she is gone and not talking to Charles or to little JJ, who Sad. is, he's like six at this point. She's not communicating. And Charles keeps emailing her saying like, JJ wants to talk to his mama. Like, mm-hmm. and JJ was autistic and, and, and pretty severely so. So like he needed a lot of help and attention and to know that that little boy was suffering and like wanted his mom and she is like she's a shysa. Yes. So Shysa-cult. she shows back up literally like 68 days later. I mean for him it's probably best the crazy mama wasn't right? talking to him, but you need that stability and yeah. that support especially he, in like a situation like that. She supposedly was a somewhat good mother, you know. <laughs> So like he shoulder, except shoulder. that she like left her kids. I mean, and she only murdered people. But I know. <laughs> she was a good mom until <laughs> she murdered her kids. According to other people, <laughs> like from the outside, she was supposedly this good mother. But that's how a lot of like really sadistic, crazy people yeah. are. Is they're really good at masking. It's so true. They can play that facade. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I forgot a major player in this. Well, shit. I know. So, guys, all along this, Lori's brother, Alex, has been yeah, that's heavily important. involved. It's an important piece. Even I knew that, oh and I don't gosh, know much about this. I feel this. like I need to re-record it, dude. But, so, Alex, Lori's brother, is by her side along the way. And with Joe Ryan, when they were going through the custody battle, Alex tased him so badly that he his heart... Almost shot. And so Alex went to jail for 90 days when he did that because it was assault. So he did that for Lori. I'm going to tase you almost to death. Right? For my crazy sister. Yes. What does that say about you, dude? So, and the thing (laughs) is with with Alex, I think he was a troubled man, obviously. Obviously. Obviously a troubled and he did a lot. He was weird, super weird, and he <laughs> worshipped Lori. Worship like, Lori. Did he worship her in a creepy sex yes. cult way? So oh. this comes out later, but oh. I feel like it's important to know that yes, that that Alex was married for a short time to a woman who came forward to police and told the police that. Lori and Chad, uh, Lori and Alex had a very bizarre relationship that they would simulate sex in front of the entire family. Like he, so the cops like, what do you mean? What? <laughs> what? What exactly do you hey, mean? Hey, mom by that? and dad, look what we're so doing. Apparently, Alex would pick Lori up, hold her on his crotch, and they would bounce. Like she would bounce up and down on him. And um, so they were teenage diddly. Oh yeah, and that they. <laughs> Whatever. I remember Chad calls that it. when Lori was missing for the, those days, that she was at Alex's for a short time, and people said that they argued, <laughs> that they were arguing in the street like lovers, like in a heated fight. So and so they 
allegedly, possibly theorizing might uh-huh. be the Lannisters. Mm-hmm. A lot of Game of Thrones references to yes. people. Yes, yes. So, yeah, I think they were diddling each other. Oh, and the other gross. thing that was weird that she mentioned was that the parents would be in the room and they thought it was funny. And they also would talk about their sexual co- no! escapades to the children <laughs> very inappropriately. So kind of a strange sex view on sex in yeah. that house. So <laughs> well, Alex, I mean, they're very open. Yeah, yeah. Too open. A little too open. <laughs> so Lori is filling Alex's head with all of this nonsense. She's and filling he's his head. Filling, oh my God, no. I couldn't resist. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Lannisters. <laughs> quit diddling each other. Right? Jeffrey's the worst. Ew. Oh, I hate that little bastard. I hate him so much. That actor did a great job. Yeah, Everyone did. wanted to murder Joffrey. him. Joffrey. Joffrey. Fuck face is what he is. <laughs> That's right. Nobody so, walks in. So, Lori. It's true. So, back to the, the matter at hand. So, Alex is a key player in this. But, so Lori gets back from her whatever in wherever she was. But I know part of the time she Having was Having sex with all of her husbands. Yes. From other life. Right. Things. Seriously. Like, because there's really not a lot of documentation or, or evidence of where she was. So, I... She's in seedy motels. Obviously she was, right? (laughs) And she sent a fake email to to Chad from Charles' account asking for Chad to come help Charles write a book. And so Charles gets wind of this after Lori's come back and all this stuff that he, he sees in his email that this email has been sent. And so he... She's real good at being sneaky. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So in June of 2018... I was so young back then. Charles... I know, right? (laughs) Charles sent an email to Tammy. And the email states something to the effect of, like, I have some disturbing information about our, our spouses. And please <laughs> call <fucked> me. <laughs> right? So Lori and Chad I are panicking at this point. <laughs> Shit, they're on to me. Yeah. So Lori <laughs> calls the the insurance, the life insurance policy. Of changes course. the password and everything and makes sure that she's the beneficiary of this one million dollar policy. How much well, of a payment is that for a $1 million policy? I don't know. A lot. It's probably a lot. Yeah. So, <laughs> Sorry, side note. Right? I've always been curious yeah. because, like, those million dollar policies, I know. you have to do monthly payments. How much is that payment? I, I want to know. Right? Yeah. So, it's very bizarre. So, Charles gets an email saying, like, your password's been changed. So, he calls back. Because at this point, it's not working out. Like, Charles has moved out. He's living in Texas for work. He comes to town to see JJ. And so it's they have split because he found out about this affair. Why didn't he keep JJ instead of letting crazy pants have him? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. That does seem strange, right? 
Yeah. I didn't even think about that. But, I mean, we don't know the whole situation, yeah. though. Yeah, that's true. So, it could be something really obvious that we yeah. just don't know. Very true. But that's just, like, a question. <laughs> I was yeah. Like, She's nuts. Why does any child stick with her? Right. I mean, she's got some fun loony stories, I'm sure. But. I know. Seriously. It's just so insane. So she's called. So she thinks that this policy is going to her. But <laughs> so in that time frame, she and I'm sure her and Chad are plotting this and Alex. But basically. Charles is coming to town to pick up JJ to, t- to take him to breakfast, take him to school and, and spend some time with him. And he JJ. and Lori's other brother, uh, Adam, Adam she Cox, him too? who is now coming into the picture too. <laughs> Monsieur Cox. Monsieur Cox. <laughs> he and Charles have been staying in contact because Adam also believes that, that Lori is unhinged. And his mother and father basically said, you know what? She's gone through a lot. Leave her alone. No. And so they, so Adam is the only one that is like, no, this is not right. Something's wrong here. Mm -hmm. So he's talking with Charles. Charles is nervous because she's saying stuff about murdering him and that he's a zombie. So he's nervous enough that he and Adam have planned to go and kind of have an intervention. Well, Lori still had access to the email, so she saw shit (laughs) that email. Why did he not change his password? Right. Also, before you go further, yeah. If I was him, since she already thought he was a zombie, I would have fucked with her and dressed up like a zombie. Yes. (laughs) Just like shut up and (laughs) right. I I would have done that. that (laughs) So yeah, so she so he flies to town. And when he gets to Lori's house, sends a text to Adam, Alex is here. And Adam's like, they're probably going to ambush you. And he's like, I know. And so Adam says, be careful. That's the last he hears from Charles. Because Charles walks into that house. And the story was, according to Tylee and Lori and Alex, was that Charles came in to get JJ and that he had left... And when he came back in, because he had forgotten his phone, he went back in to get his phone. None of this makes sense because JJ is not out in the car yet. Okay, but, <laughs> but according, he forgot his phone. Yeah, so he came, or no, he was in the car. Was he? Yeah, he must have been in the car because Tylee was told to go outside. So Charles came back in, and Lori was looking through his phone, and so he got mad, and they they claim that he became enraged and that Tylee woke up out of her sleep and had a bat by her bed and that she came out and that Alex and Lori and Charles were fighting and that she tried to push Charles away with the bat. Now, Charles was a, a like a minor league baseball player. Yeah, so he the has man has, yeah, <laughs> he has skills with the baseball bat, right? But he supposedly takes the baseball bat from Tylee, which causes her to fall down, which enrages Lori and Alex. (laughs) And so Lori tells Tylee to run outside and be with JJ and that she'll be right out. And so according to them, 
Then Alex said, you need to get out of here, Lori, because he's going to hurt you. So Lori leaves with the kids. And so she has an alibi. So Alex claims that Charles took the bat and hit him on the head. And so he went to the bedroom, got his revolver that he brought with him to Lori's house to hmm. stay over. I need to take my revolver right? suddenly. Yep. And I he... have a hankering. There's going to be evil afoot. <laughs> so he goes, gets his gun, comes back out into the kitchen, and that Charles was coming at him in rage, and he shot him twice in the chest. Okay, that doesn't make any sense. He's got a baseball bat and you have a gun. Yep. <laughs> and you went into the bedroom to get a gun and he was still in the kitchen. So you turned around and went back out. Like, if you were scared for your life, the you normal hide. thing would be to hide first. Barricade yourself in a room. Yes. Call fucking 911 yes. while you're barricaded. So. Wow. So, he went at me with a bat, so I shot him. Right? So. Alex self-defense. calls 911, says that he doesn't know how to do CPR, so they'll say they'll help him. And they come, and he has this little tiny cut on the back of his head that he's dabbing at. And <laughs> I'm bleeding so much. And his story. This tiny little right? piece. <laughs> and then his story. Oh, and he has sunglasses on. Does he wear sunglasses at night? <laughs> like, this is the thing that is, it's a weird thing to bring up. But, like, it's. Because he, gotta be cool when he right? murders someone. But if they're on top of his head, like, he had them on already. Oh. It just seems strange, right? If they woke up to I Charles see. being crazy. You know what I mean? Uh, okay, I fall asleep with my glasses on sometimes because I'm watching TV. That shit does not stay on your head no. when you fall asleep. You, like, wake up and you're laying on them being like, oh, God, did I just break my glasses? Yep, yep. No, they're still intact. It's <laughs> so true. But it does not stay on your head, especially if you're bald, because that fucker is bald, right? It, oh, yeah. That yeah. shit's like a slip and slide. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just kind of weird. But he is so calm. He has no blood on him. He tells them that he... Tried CPR, but again, no blood anywhere on him, and that um, Charles was freaking out, and he can't say about what. He just says, "I don't know." He was just freaking out, and he you came would try at me. And some, like subdue him, you wouldn't murder him exactly if, he's freaking out. if you didn't know why. Find right? Out why? And he had a baseball bat, and he hit <coughs> me with the bat, and so I went and got my gun. And I shot him. But and I was so, afraid for my life. Right? It, it, and the way he's saying it, like, I told him, like, stop. Don't do this. And I, so I shot him. Like, it, it's so bizarre the way he's talking to them. And the fact that they ruled it as uh, self-defense. <laughs> that they ruled it as that at first. And then they oh. became suspicious. But like that, Lori, hearing the story itself doesn't make any sense. So you know, God be suspicious. I'm just pulling off my lashes. Right? Oh, do it. Freedom. Get it. It's so boom on tomorrow. Right. So you would think that that the police would think it was strange. Yeah. All of this because Lori comes back from taking JJ to school. They've gone to Burger King. They've gone to Walmart and gotten some flip flops. If she was so afraid of things, you think she would like oh, call yeah. the police and wait down the street yep. or something? You wouldn't See, just leave. 
And here's the other thing. Tylee, her story was that she went out of the house and that the, she heard two gunshots and then her mom came out of the house and they left and went to Burger King. I knew King. it. That fucker shot him. That's why Alex wasn't covered in blood because he's a stupid bimbo. I Seriously, like, it's so... It's very bizarre. Not only that, but the shots that were taken. There was one to the chest. The slug was in the wall behind. Mm-hmm. The other one, the slug was stuck in the floor. <laughs> so he shot him once he was down again. Uh. So... They didn't open that investigation until Tammy's death. Yeah. How people... Yep. So, which is very interesting. So, Charles dies. That's the next shitty way to go, too. Lori calls to find out about the the insurance money. And guess what? He changed the beneficiary to his sister. Yay! Now she's got to kill her now. Now she's got to figure out what to do. So, first, they tell Melanie. Melanie is Lori's niece. I was going to say, is it the niece or Gibbler? So, Melanie's niece, Melanie. (laughs) (laughs) Melanie's niece, Melanie. It's Melanie Inception! There's so So. many Melanies. The whole world. That's why in the Spice Girls there's two. There's just so many. So many. (laughs) So Lori um, tells, so Lori tells Melanie, Uh because Chad has told Lori, that Melanie's husband is gay. What does that have to do with anything? Right? But that's what's, because I guess in their church they don't like gay people. So they're racist and homophobic. Yes. Yeah. And batshit crazy. Yes. So, allegedly. Allegedly. Gotta throw so, that in for legal purposes. Right. It's all our theories. Right. So here's the other thing. So she tells her that he's gay so Melanie files for divorce and but then rescinds it because she has a one million dollar life insurance policy on freaking Brandon Boudreaux, which is her husband at the time. Everyone that has a million dollar policy, police automatically check that shit out. Absolutely, yes. And no one actually pay these people. Exactly. They just go murder people for that money. Yep. Yep. (laughs) So. Again, payments. How much are these payments? Right? So, in August, Lori, Melanie, and Alex all moved to Rexburg, Idaho. Who lives there? Napoleon Dynamite. (laughs) And Chad. Tina, come and get your lard. Or, wait. Tina, come and get your dinner, you fat lard. (laughs) So they. Napoleon, give me some of your tots. (laughs) No, get your own. (laughs) Sorry, I watched that a few weeks ago. Yes. So. That's where Napoleon came from. There, there. <laughs> I thought it was about the short guy, but whatever. Oh so, yeah. yeah, yeah. I know that's true. Yep. Uh-huh. So, in so after Charles dies, because he di- dies in July, in August, they move up to Rexburg, Idaho. Man, they are just whipping it along. Right. They need to all be billionaires by now. It le- exactly. So nothing says millionaire like living in Roxburgh. Isn't that the truth? That's <laughs> where all the millionaires are now living. <laughs> yes, it's true. All the so, crazy ones. 
absolutely. Um, so the, um, they move up there, the, the whole lot of them. The whole crisis. And Melanie has filed for divorce, but it has put a stall on it. And she tells Brandon that two of their children are dark now. And so he, Brandon is very suspicious of the murder of Charles, or he's suspicious of Charles's death. And when she says that the two kids are dark and she, he knows that they had said that, that Charles was dark, he no. takes off and hides with the kids. Good. Yes. So in the middle of the night, Alex and Melody move up to Rexburg and like left half the kids stuff on the curb. Just very, very bizarre stuff. So they all are up in Rexburg now. Lori lives next door to her niece, Melanie, and uh, Alex is in the same complex, and they're all in these townhomes. So they're just like a community of crazies. Yep. And they're all in these townhomes, living next door to each other. So do they diddle Melanie, too, since they're all about incest? I don't know. Allegedly. Right? I don't know. (laughs) So, and Melanie is the daughter of Lori and Alex's sister that died. She died when when Melanie was younger. Mm. And so Lori has been like a mother to her. So Melanie believes this nonsense that Lori's spewing. Oh, so this is why crazy people shouldn't have kids. Oh yeah. Or absolutely. adopt people. <laughs> right. You can't so, have me as being, you can't be my mom now is what I'm trying to say. You can't have me as being. <laughs> you can't have me as a bean. <laughs> so <laughs> September 8th, Lori Alex, it's like every month in one oh, yeah. year they're just yep. escalating. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Oh. So Lori, JJ, Alex, and Tylee they go to Yellowstone. The last pictures, the last known location of Tylee, that was the last day she was seen was September eighth, September 9th, never seen again. But Lori was telling people that she ha- was going to BYU Idaho. What is very bizarre to me is that she was 16 years old and took her GED so she didn't have to go to school anymore. And I think that's weird. And that nobody was questioning this very bizarre events, right? That And that she's gone to BYU-Idaho, but she still lives there. But nobody sees her. So She's a ninja. Right? So September 8th, she's she's gone. The weekend of sep- when September 22nd, let's see, so that's September 22nd, I believe, was a Sunday. And I like that you know Gibb, that's a Sunday. I know, I know. <laughs> so, Melody Gibb, I think it's because of the timeline. <laughs> that makes sense because it's like, how the hell did you know that was a I know, Sunday? I think it was. I don't know why I know that. Possibly. I just am a little bit obsessed with this whole thing. So I she knows it was a Sunday. <laughs> I know. I and the time was blah blah blah. And they were wearing these clothes. I literally lost And Lori my damn just mind. farted. <laughs> I literally lost my damn mind. You did. In in wonderful literature it's written by Daybell. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Tylee goes like nobody sees her. Because she's practicing. But coincidentally, her Tylee's still texting. So if no one's seen her, but she's uh-huh. still texting. Uh huh. Well, people, okay. you can't do that when you're faking so, someone 
being a texter yeah. like it doesn't work they'll so, ping your ass right and so Colby her brother was getting texts and some of her friends were getting texts hey look at me in Yellowstone this is yeah. my dead body I right? got mauled by a grizzly bear <laughs> mauled by and a then grizzly. I got fell into a stampede of moose crackhead horses crackhead horses yep. they're running rampant they there are. in Yellowstone they really are they get high off of all the methane escaping from the earth. Sulfur. Whatever. I've never Whatever been it is. I don't so. science. <laughs> Do I look like a scientist no, sure or a don't. biologist? You sure no. don't. So. I'm a groomologist. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> so, this poor girl not seen, it, it just is so strange to me. And then, okay, so Melanie and David go to Rexburg mm-hmm. to be a part of a podcast with Lori and Chad and Alex. We are doing it in the wrong state. I know. Fuck. I know. <laughs> so they were staying at at Lori's house, David and Melanie. Here's what's so bizarre to me. On the stand, under oath, Melanie and David both deny sleeping in the same bedroom. And that is such a Mormon culture thing where it's all about keeping up with the, like, keeping the facade. So they weren't supposed to be having premarital sex. Well, they're clearly, <laughs> they clearly are. And so they lied under oath on the stand during the preliminary hearing God saying that they slept happy. in separate bedrooms when they slept in the same one. Isn't that bizarre? I just. It's bizarre. I. It's just human nature. I mean. I, it, it, and they're like in their forties, like come on, they're in their forties. Yes, that yes. makes it it's really bizarre. funny. So I don't, I don't understand people. I right? don't people very I just, well. I just don't think that their credibility is great. I'm just oh, gonna throw that not, out there. Not even a little bit. So they claim <laughs> that the last time they saw JJ was the night of the twenty uh, second, and that Alex had had JJ because. Because he was rambunctious, they didn't want him at the house when they were doing the podcast, so Alex had taken him home. So Alex brings him back, and he's sound asleep. And he was in yeah, red pajamas. Yeah, because put a pillow over his head. Right? And they uh, took him up and put him to bed. And that was the last time they saw him. But the next morning, Melanie says to Lori, supposedly, that... Where where's JJ? Because it was early morning, and she said, "Oh, he said he loved Satan, and he knocked over the pe- the picture of Jesus, and climbed up on the fridge." So Alex came and got him. <laughs> so she that sounds is, like a scene in Mama. Oh my gosh! Right? Like, give me a break. And so Melanie <laughs> believes everything this bozo says. So of course she's like, "Okay," goes on her merry way. So. I think this, I I just don't believe Melanie, and I don't believe David. I think they're I hiding stuff. This is another theory of Marcy, <laughs> but they're like key witnesses, but I think they're lying. And I, I think they were way more involved. I think they, I think I have a lot of thoughts that all go into my theories at the end. <laughs> but anyway, so that was the last time that JJ was ever seen. October 1st, Lori rents a storage unit. And there's video of her that. going to the storage unit. They took 
the belongings of, of Tylee, Colby, and JJ. But Colby is grown and married and off on his so own. So that one makes sense. Right. But the other But two. And it's like puts their stuff in there. And then the next video you see them putting a tire in the storage unit. The next video they are put, taking a seat like from a car and putting it in the storage unit. And it's Chad and Lori that are doing this. And Chad's giving her a little tap on the butt as they're walking out the door. He's like, Showing some hey, affection. your ass looks like this right? tire, you yeah. flabby, tired ass. <laughs> so. Oh, he compliments me so well. It, right. So then in the meantime, Brandon, Melanie, the niece, her husband-to-be ex, ex. Husband-to-be to ex. ex-husband. Brandon. He's X-rated. Is driving home. And sees a Jeep with a tire not on the back of it and the window down and he, as he pulls into his driveway is shot at. And that Jeep speeds away. Oh my god. Well. You can't just sit there if you're going to do drive-by. You oh, gotta yeah. wait and then you drive by, shoot and speed <laughs> off. I'm so glad you know what to do. I've seen videos on YouTube yes. while I was doing the COVID quarantine. This is I've learned many things. This is the alarming. average size penis of a man. Uh, yes, you did and get how that to do drive-bys. Mm -hmm. I'm very well educated. You're now. an educated set. I am. So, <laughs> so the so isn't it interesting that this Jeep is missing its back wheel and the and there's somebody oh. shooting at him, and there's a tire in the freaking storage unit. That you, so after this incident takes place, about 24 hours later, you see Lori and Chad taking, or Lori and Alex, then taking the seat back out and the tire back out, and so they put it back on the jeep. So, so why that, did they take the seat out? So he could lay down in the back to shoot. Oh, uh, but who you was just the lay driver? On a seat? He'd probably get a better aim. But who I, mean, I want to know who the so. driver was. But it was Alex. Was it that Melanie? Did that. I think it was, but we don't know. Oh, I did. Allegedly. Possibly. Yes. But I'm pretty sure that's exactly what happened. And so it's so crazy. She drew on a pencil mustache on her face. <laughs> She's you like, they she will did. never find me. I got put, a mustache. <laughs> she colored her hair with Kool-Aid. <laughs> So not a cheap Halloween wig. No, she went for Kool-Aid because she's she, a cool she kid. Full Kool-Aid on their asses. Because <laughs> that works so well, dying it hair. It really does. It really does. <laughs> so it's so interesting to me. So then nine nine days later, October 9th, Tammy. So much has happened in a short amount of time. Right. Oh wait, but back it up. But wait, there's more. But wait. The on September 23rd, I forgot to tell you that Chad had a vision, and he oh, seemed no. to always have visions on September 23rd, that Tammy's ancestor came to him and said she needed to go down and see her family. So, that that's where Tammy was during this little get-together with Lori and Melanie and all of them. Mm -hmm. And so... <sighs> It's just so insane to me. So Tammy is comes back and Charles sends an, a text message to Lori saying, 
I can't believe it, but Tammy was supposed to die in a car crash on her way back, and she did. And an evil zombie spirit named <laughs> Viola has taken over. Viola! Viola. Viola that, is that the latest zombie. Owl vile yes. zombie. <laughs> yes. And so, isn't it freaking interesting that only a few weeks later, Tammy is getting home from getting groceries, and as she's getting out of her car, a masked man comes up and tries to shoot her in the face. She thought with a paintball gun. But it was, I Still, believe... Still, I wouldn't let anyone shoot was, me with anything in the oh, face. Oh, yeah. He ran Not even up. their dick. Yeah, no. Like, she she was like, yeah, shoot me, you dumbass. <laughs> he you ran up. Me. Come and he me ran bitch. up behind her with the gun. Oh. Uh, what did you think? She was like, hey, shoot me in the face, you dumbass. I thought it was like face to face. <laughs> no, you stupid. I didn't know it was behind. I don't know this story. I know no, very he, little. <laughs> so someone runs up. Behind her, okay. Behind she that makes sense. Around, she like has a gun, pull out up in her face and shoot. <laughs> I would have done this. Yes, Enough, fucker. But she said <laughs> that she believed that it was a paintball gun. But I, I which think they can look very they similar. Can look like it's a convincing. Gun. I think his gun misfired, but he Did so he shoot himself in the Lori, face. That would be better. Right. Lori, or not Lori? Sorry. So Tammy, Tammy. calls for Chad. Chad comes a few What's minutes later. Flabby running, Chad gonna do? Yeah, running around the home, and to Tammy, who is still slowly. very alive. Yes, the derpy derp slowly clumped, clumped around, clumped around. There it is. So, but literally, like less than ten days later, Tammy dies in her sleep. Oh my God, that poor girl. Uh huh. Oh. And we'll, uh. we'll get to all the suspicious things around that. Because basically, Chad's story on what happened to Tammy has changed several times. Just like his She books. died in her sleep <laughs> and supposedly woke up to her being dead next to him. He, the other story is that she went to bed coughing and that he tried to help her in the night and she died. I Another tried to story, help her with that pillow. <laughs> yeah. Another story is that his son was there when she died, and her son and and another story is that his son put her back on the bed because apparently she was on the floor. There's just so many stories that he has said that happened to her to so many different people, and so he but he denied an autopsy. I wonder why. Tell but me you're two guilty. Days, two days before Tammy was killed, uh-huh. she or died Lori bought two wedding rings with malachite stone which is very important to their little cult <laughs> with malachite stone in the rings and bought them matching and a wedding dress was two that days, also made from that stone? two days yes two days before Tammy's death oh my god so uh, about 17 days after Tammy dies, and Chad denies any sort of, of I only helped autopsy. her with the pillow, I swear. Yeah. Lori and Chad leave and go and get married in Hawaii. 
But there's zombies in Hawaii. Uh-huh. There's zombies there. <laughs> and where are your children? Why are you just 17? going to Hawaii? Yep. Well, isn't it interesting that Lori is still collecting uh, the social security from Joe Ryan uh, that belongs to Tylee? How is that and, even? Yeah. And she's still collecting the disability and and benefits from JJ. So the kids are missing, and she's making out with about $6,000 a month. And she's getting laid all the time by some creepy people. Right. And her brother. The other thing I I forgot to mention again is that Brandon was shot at, and he has a million-dollar insurance policy on his head. And that's what they appreciate about him. Right. Letter Kenny. (laughs) She's not even listening. (laughs) So that pack has failed me. <laughs> in so October twenty fifth, the last text from Tylee's phone was sent to her friend saying, "Hey, miss you, love you, I'm good, I'm good." Yeah. So <laughs> that end squiggly line, Finn. Yes, squiggly yep. line. It's a wee bit interesting. <laughs> Just a little so, more than a wee bit. So that so we're gonna go now back to Kay and Larry Woodcock. So they've copped in contact all through this. And that's JJ's biological grandparents. Yes. I remembered something. And so the f- they kept in contact with her and asked that they still get to talk to JJ. Mm-hmm. And so up until o- the end of August, they were able to still see him. But they said that the last time they saw him through Zoom, that he seemed like he was being told what to say and had to get off very quickly. Of course. And because Lori would not produce him for so long, they finally called for a welfare check. So they called the Rexburg PD and they went to do a a welfare check on November 26th. And Lori said that her friend Melanie had JJ at in (coughs) Arizona you idiot. <laughs> I'm sorry. So she, I, I was trying to not sneeze. It just came out. So she, so Lori tells the police that he is with her friend in Arizona and that she was going to go down and meet them. She even went as far as to say that Melanie had taken JJ to the movies and that they were going to Frozen 2 and that she was glad that Melanie was doing it because Lori didn't want to have to go to it. Does she know she'll have to produce these movie tickets? Yes. Well, not only that. So, the police go, and Lori immediately texts Melanie and says, Melanie, the police are going to call you. I need you to send me a picture of a little boy running around the movie theater that looks kind of like JJ, and send it to me. Not just some old man running around frozen, too? Yes. And so, and Chad calls Melanie and says... Don't answer the phone with police call asking about JJ. And Melanie says, isn't JJ with Kay? Because, side note, Lori had told, allegedly had told Melanie that JJ was with his, with Kay and Larry Woodcock because Lori told her that, that told them that she was sick and that she couldn't take care of him, so they took JJ. I mean, that that's is how what it she's been. told people. <laughs> right? She is sick. Yes. And that's it. Yes. And that, and she had told everyone that, that Tylee was at BYU Idaho. And that's what she had told supposed Melanie. 
So Melanie is freaking out, supposedly, not knowing what to do or say. So she's just avoiding the police calling her. Finally, she answers, and and she says, yes, I have him. And he were in Arizona. So she tell, tells him the lie. Well, December 1st, Lori and Chad are... Well, first, they went to L.A. And went on a vacation with Chad's... All of his kids. And they went to Disneyland. I and, go to Disneyland. And so, and like, that's not a detail that people talk about. It's like, yeah, Chad's kids, they... They are now claiming that they think Lori framed him, but dude, I think they were in this cult. How were they not? Did right? they all diddle too? Is it all just a I huge Lannister reunion? <laughs> no, no, I hope not because that's disturbing. <laughs> yeah, but they went to L.A. and then oh, wow. the December first, Lori and Chad took off to Hawaii, and they why are like, they getting all this money to do all these? They trips? have the six thousand dollars a month. Oh, oh that's and guess right. what? Tammy died, and who had an insurance policy? Tammy. Does she have a million dollar? Four hundred and twenty thousand. Okay, so that's a little more believable than a fucking million dollar one. He got that payout because they deemed it as a natural cause. So they have that that poor wife. And again, they're collecting six thousand dollars for Tylee and JJ. I am dating the wrong kind of people. Yeah, you are. You need to start dating (laughs) murderers. Leaders. That's what I need to do. Right. I am starting a sex cult. It just makes sense. So I need another cult leader. It's that's true. a dude. It's true. Then I'll be able to go on vacations. I, it just makes sense, right? I can go to Disney whenever I want. Uh, maybe you should. I want maybe to. Maybe you have. Maybe I will live there in the Disney castle. Ooh, I like where your head's at. Heck yeah. I'm going to dress up like a princess every day in plaid. <laughs> and of course it'll be a short one so you can see my knees I want you to take that plaid and your knees and shove them up your butt so December 1st Lori and Chad go to Hawaii without their kids they've got all this money because they got the whatever from the life insurance policy from Tammy's death so and so then December 6th Melanie Calls Chad and Lori and asks them where they are. Oh no. Where the, why they left, what's going on, where are the kids? Asking all these questions, asking Lori why she why she did what she did by like saying that JJ was with Melanie. Why did they take off? Like all these different things. Mm-hmm. And so Chad and Lori are defending themselves by reading like like they're Quoting scripture and it's just nuts. <laughs> Chad, Chad's gonna answer. Yeah, Chad comes out with another uh, story about how how Tammy died and that her heart was failing her and that everybody knew, which is not true. And so he has another story about that. And so finally, Lori starts getting wise to the fact that Melanie's asking too many questions <laughs> and ends up figuring out that. Um, She's that she is uh, recording, so she's like, "You're recording this. I know you're recording this," and and hangs up on her. So that you can listen to online. Just look up the <laughs> Melanie Gibb, Lori, phone call. It is so very bizarre. Gibbler that turned the tide or changed yes. the tide and yes. started recording her, and not the cousin. Yes, Melanie. 
Right. Not the niece, Melanie. So it's the other crazy sex cult lady. Yes. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So only five days later, um, they decide to exhume Tammy's body. And Tammy is actually buried in the Spanish Fork Cemetery, which is where Chad used to be a Get a grave digger. Oh, comes in full circle. Utah. Yep. <laughs> so she's buried there, and um, they they do an uh, autopsy on her. Mm-hmm. They exhume her. They do an autopsy. Well, Lori and Chad call Alex and notify Alex, the brother, that they're doing an autopsy on Tammy, and they are letting him know. And little do we know. Alex says to the woman that he is now married, that's a part of this cult, which is, we will get into. He (laughs) says to her, I think they're trying to make me their fall guy, which is an interesting statement. And the next Uh day, Alex dies. That's where we're going to end part one. So at this point, we have Joe Ryan, who died of an alleged heart attack. We have Charles, who was shot by Alex, Lori's brother, who was... A zombie. We have <laughs> Always. JJ and Tylee missing. We have another player, uh, Lori's niece, Melanie's husband, drive-by shooting. We have uh, Tammy, who has died, but she was also a zombie. And now Alex has died. So we have all those deaths that are all connected to these two people, Lori and Chad. We want to see and hear from all of our, un, like, not American people. Yes, let us know that you're yeah, listening. We know, we know they're listening. We can see oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> but let us know. I know what countries are listening. <laughs> and like we've said before, if you guys want to send in your Viva own stories. Italia. Please do. Yeah. Okay. Also, top shout out, because right now, Italy... You're in the lead beside, like, right after our own country. Yes, Italy. Woo! We love you, Italy. Love you. Yeah. All right. We'll see Maybe you Maybe we'll get us some nice, hot Italian men. Please? Yeah. May we have you? <laughs> if you would like to follow us on Instagram or Facebook. Or our, Twitter. Or Twitter. Twitter us. <laughs> tweet us. Uh, go to 801-horror-zero-cults. C-C-U-L-T. Um, or you can also email us, which would be killer, mm-hmm. at 801horrorcultvix at gmail. So 801-H-O-R-R-O-R-C-U-L-T-V-I-X <laughs> at gmail. We'd love to hear from you. Tell us your stories. We, we will totally tell those stories because mm-hmm. who doesn't want to hear that? You can hear our version of your story. Yes. It, it will, will be, be a real thing. weird. <laughs> you know how people do listeners' tales? We'll be like, we're gonna put a spin on yes, your tales. <laughs> this will be our version of your tale. We'll be like the the modern art of your tale. Yes. Artistic uh, expressions. It'll be beautiful. Also, follow us, subscribe, and rate us. A We'd, good rating, please. Please be kind. Yeah. Rewind. We want like two more listeners. <laughs> it would be lovely if there were at least two. Yeah, at least we'll get two there. more. We'll get there. It's... Marcy will show you her boobies. <laughs> <laughs> and Kira will show you her anti penty bees. Hmm. We will go to the next part, which is get crazy.
crazy. You don't, you think that this has me here and that this is crazy? No, no. It's about to get buck wild. <laughs> so, and on the socials for this episode, we are going to post the first part of the list. Yes. Which you will break down, send to me, and then I'll post it. Absolutely. We will have it <laughs> for all of you to see because it's so hell. confusing. <laughs> there are about five billion videos out there and like podcasts and everything, but I am promising you, I promise you, I promise you, I have consumed every last one of them. I know <laughs> every detail. I have problems. what I'm getting at. <laughs> problems with this game. Yes. yes. So. <laughs> So guys, stay tuned for next week for more on the Roy and Chad Bulldog crazy crackpots. Also, we have our silver thoughts in our playlist and our playlist beats. So stay tuned, come back, don't delay, don't disgrace. Leave us a positive comment and uh, yeah. tell your friends.